Good morning. Welcome to Holy Family Parish. In our scripture reading today, we learn that God's grace and mercy in the world is promised to all who accept the gift of faith. As we begin our liturgy, please stand. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. And with your spirit. And dear brothers and sisters, we will hear in the second reading that the gift and the call of God are irrevocable. And so as we enter into these sacred mysteries, we take a moment to call to mind our sins, especially the times that we have squandered or not lived up to the people that we are called to be and the vocation that we are called to live. And we ask that God grant us his pardon and peace. Lord Jesus, you came to show us the love of the Father. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are the good shepherd. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you send your Holy Spirit among us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and, and on earth, earth peace to people of goodwill. We, we praise, praise you, you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory, Lord God, heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you, you take, take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You, you take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. 
O God, who have prepared for those who love you good things which no eye can see, fill our hearts, we pray, with the warmth of your love, so that loving you in all things and above all things, we may attain your promises, which surpass every human desire. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, Observe what is right, do what is just. For my salvation is about to come, my justice about to be revealed. The foreigners who join themselves to the Lord, ministering to him, loving the name of the Lord and becoming his servants, all who keep the Sabbath free from profanation and hold to my covenant, them I will bring to my holy mountain and make joyful in the house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and sacrifices will be acceptable to my altar. For my house shall be called a house of prayer for all people. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. O oh God, let all the nations praise you. Oh God, let all the nations praise you. May God have pity on us and bless us. May he let his face shine upon us. So may your way be known upon earth, among all nations, your salvation. Oh God, let all the nations praise you. May the nations be glad and exult because you rule the peoples in equity. The nations on the earth you guide. O oh God, let all the nations praise you. May the peoples praise you, O oh God. May all the peoples praise you. May God bless us and may all the ends of the earth fear him. O oh God, let all the nations praise you. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, I am speaking to you, Gentiles, inasmuch as I am apostle to the Gentiles. I glory in my ministry in order to make my race jealous and thus save some of them. For if their rejection is the reconciliation of the world, what will their acceptance be but life from the dead? For the gifts and the call of God are irrevocable. Just as you once disobeyed God, but have now received mercy because of their disobedience, so they now disobeyed in order that, by virtue of the mercy shown to you, they too may now receive mercy. 
For God delivered all to disobedience, that he might have mercy upon all. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. Jesus proclaimed the gospel of the kingdom and cured every disease among the people. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At that time, Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon, and behold, a Canaanite woman of that district came to him and called out, Have pity on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But Jesus did not say a word in answer to her. Jesus' disciples came and asked them, Send her away, for she keeps calling out after us. He said in reply, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But the woman came and did Jesus homage, saying, Lord, help me. He said in reply, It is not right to take the food of children and throw it to the dogs. She said in reply, Please, Lord, for even the dogs eat the scraps that fall from the table of their masters. Then Jesus said to her in reply, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And the woman's daughter was healed from that hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So one of the things that they tell you early on as a priest is that you have to start investing. And they say that because as priests, when we retire, the diocese doesn't provide for us. We have to have everything provided for as we retire. So over the last decade or so, I've been learning about um, retirement. And you know, one of the things that I uh, have come across is this whole notion of an irrevocable trust. An irrevocable trust. So it's a trust that you can set up that once you set up the arrangement and place your money into that trust, it is irrevocable, unchangeable. So you better know what you're doing when you, when you put your money in there. It's irrevocable. You can't change it. You can't adjust it. If you're a parent and you all of a sudden don't like one of your kids, he's still going to get the money. It's irrevocable. And so I thought of that as I came across the, the, the second reading today, which is this phrase, the gifts and the call of God are irrevocable. The gifts and the call of God are irrevocable. So that means that no matter what we do, no matter how bad we are, it's never going to change. God's gifts and call are irrevocable. They cannot be changed. So I want to talk about each one of those things real quick. Three things. So gifts, call, and irrevocable. First of all, our gifts. So God has given to us gifts in this life. 
And first of all, I want each and every one to realize that you yourself are a gift. So when God conceived you and created you in your mother's womb, you were like a present just waiting to be opened for this world. You were a gift to your parents, even if they didn't appreciate you. You were a gift to them. You are a gift to the world. Even if the world doesn't appreciate you, you are a gift to them. But not only are you a gift just by being a, a person created in the image and likeness of God and given to the world, just as Jesus was. He was a gift to the world. So are you. But we've also been given gifts. And these gifts are irrevocable. And it's important that each and every one of us knows what our gifts are. And I'm speaking specifically about the gifts and the fruits of the Holy Spirit. The love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. All of the gifts and fruits of the Holy Spirit. And I want you to think about that. And if you don't know what your gift is, you got some homework for this week. I'd like you to look up the gifts and the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Read them. If you don't know what one of them is and are like, what does that word mean? Open the dictionary or Google it and find out what that word means and meditate on that and think, think and pray and ask God, okay, what are the gifts that you have given to me? Those gifts that he's given to you in a unique way are irrevocable. They're never going to go away. So you'll use them in different aspects throughout your life, whether you're a child or whether you're a parent or whether you're a student or whether you're a priest or whether whatever you are. He wants to use these gifts for the world. And the gifts are irrevocable. I think about an artist, you know, or, or anybody that's in the creative field. There's always this thing haunting an artist that someday he's going to lose his gift. You know, someday he or she is going to lose the inspiration that drives them. But if it's from God, it's irrevocable. It's never going to go away. You're going to always have that gift no matter what you, what you do or experience throughout your life. So that's the first part, is to realize that you yourself are a gift. And, and, and by being a gift, it's irrevocable. So no matter how off course you get in life, no matter how bad you may become or the horrible things you may do or the sin that you may get involved in, it doesn't change the absolute fact that you are a gift. You're a gift from, for the world, you're a gift from God, and you have gifts that are irrevocable. So the second thing is the call. We all have a call in our lives. And the call for us begins in baptism. So for each and every one of us who have been baptized, your call is holiness. We're called to be holy. We're called to become like God here in this world and, and to reveal God here in this world. And I love saying, you know, and realizing that, that that call of holiness will never go away. So I have some baptized friends that are Catholic that um, um, have not been to church in years, right? And they will start to say to me, I can't go into church. The, the place will set on fire if I go in there. You know, the place will break down, uh, crumble if I go into church. Part of them believes that. But the reality is the call to holiness never goes away. And so anything that we've done, anything that we've <clears throat> experienced in our life that takes us away from that holiness doesn't keep us from being holy. Because that's who we are as our identity. 
Now, certainly, if we get ourselves away from being holy, or if we, if we get ourselves entrapped in grave and serious sin, it calls us to reconciliation, calls us to come to confession, calls us to be reconciled to the Lord, and to remember and reestablish our identity as holy. So that's the second thing. Um, the call will never go away. So for each and every one of you, the call that you received in baptism will never go away. There's two other unique calls that never go away. One is priesthood. So when I, I was ordained a priest, and the, the funeral rite for priests, it comes from scriptures, it says, you are a priest forever. This call to priesthood never goes away. And sometimes people will, will ask me that. It's, it's, I don't know why they would ever say this to a priest, because I can't imagine they would say it to married couples, but they would say, like, do you ever think you'll leave the priesthood? And I'm just like, um, thank you, no. The call doesn't go away. Just like a married couple, you wouldn't go up to them and say, hey, do you guys ever think you're going to get divorced? <laughs> like, no, the call is, is permanent. So when, when husband and wife make those commitments together, it's until death do you part. It's a permanent call that never goes away. So I invite you to think about that. If you're struggling in your marriage, remember that you've, given this, you've been given this promise by God that that call is permanent. It's irrevocable. So if you're married, you cannot walk away from your marriage. If you're married, you are together for your entire life. For good or for bad, through sickness and health, that call is irrevocable. <clears throat> and finally, this notion of being irrevocable. It's hard for us to understand this because we live in a, such a dispo disposable culture, you know, where we have things that are revoked all the time, you know? So we have an iPhone and they come up with an iPhone 12. All of a sudden, this one's bad. We got to ditch it. We get rid of it, right? We have this, this culture where we're constantly just letting go of things, giving up things, um, moving on to the next thing. And this irrevocableness is so hard for us to understand. So first of all, with all three... The gifts that we have are irrevocable. They're never going to go away. The call that you have received to holiness is never going to go away. If you're married, that call is never going to go away. If you're a priest, that's never going to go away. It is irrevocable. And as I was reading one of these articles about an irrevocable trust, it said in the end, you better know what you're doing if you make an irrevocable trust. Because it's for life. It's for good. There's no changes. And I think that's true for all of us. We better know what we're doing with the gifts that God has given to us, with the vocation that we're called to live, and also with the reality that it is irrevocable. And so you have some homework for this week. <clears throat> to meditate upon your gifts, to realize the gift that you have been given, to um, really pray about that and say, God, what are the gifts and talents that you've given to me? And realize that if he's given to you, if they're given to you, they're never going to go away. The second is to reflect on your call. So if you are married, to renew your commitment to marriage. If you're single, to reflect on how God is calling you to live amidst that single life. If you're thinking about priesthood or religious life, that God is, is calling you and he'll never remove that call. And finally, that we dwell in the security of that irrevocableness that we remember for ourselves, I am a gift, and nothing changes that. No matter what people think about me, no matter what happens in my life, I am a gift. I have a call, 
and that call is irrevocable. We now stand together and profess our faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. For the church that we may be a house of prayer for all people, welcoming everyone who seeks the Lord with a sincere heart, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our leaders, that they may observe what is right and do what is just, and so doing, lead us in pursuing justice and goodness for all, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who have lost loved ones and have not been able to be with them at the time of their passing, especially during a time when it's not safe to publicly grieve. May they find comfort in the Lord's embrace, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For parents as they struggle to make this difficult decision of their children's education, may the Lord help guide them in their decision, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who will be celebrating their confirmation this weekend, may they continue to deepen their faith and commitment to the Lord, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our for this faith community, may the Lord help us in using our gifts for his glory. We pray to the Lord.
and for Josh Richardson, whom we remember at this Eucharist, and for all who have died this past week, especially for Joseph Gazing, a former parishioner, Mildred Ballman, a parishioner, Elizabeth Martin, sister of Vivian Duquado and Carm Delaro. May they experience the mercy of God and rest in his eternal peace. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Father of mercy and love, you have extended your grace to all who call upon your name. Hear our prayers offered in faith, and we ask this through Christ our Lord. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Receive our oblation, O Lord, by which is brought about a glorious exchange, that by offering what you have given, we may merit to receive your very self through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For you laid the foundation of the world and have arranged the changing of times and seasons. You formed man in your own image and set humanity over the whole world and all its wonder to rule in your name over all that you have made. And for every praise, you and your mighty works, through Christ our Lord. And so with all the angels we praise you, as in joyful celebration we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, 
Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that by partaking in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and with all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our, Our Father. Father. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, and graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will who live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. 
Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy. You should enter into my room. But only say the word. For the distribution of communion, we'll start at the center here and go out towards the ends. And at the very end, I'll come back again uh, for, all, for those that would like to receive in the tongues. So as you come forward, please uh, be sure to keep your mask on. The priest will say the body of Christ and hold out your hands like a throne. Whichever hand you're going to receive the host and put the host in your mouth, that hand should be under the hand that you're going to receive with. So you receive, take a step to the left. Receive the host with your hand, remove your mask, place the host in your mouth, replace the mask, and then you can return back to your seats. You satisfy the hungry heart with
Body of Christ. As when the shepherd calls his sheep,
Body of Christ. 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 Let us pray. 
partakers of Christ through these sacraments, we humbly implore your mercy, Lord, that conformed to his image on earth, we may merit also to be his co-heirs in heaven, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Go in peace.